Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, just about 13 minutes or so. But even that short period of time helps keep us connected with God, focused on our relationship with Him, focused on our souls, and also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith in Him because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Probably some within your own family. Help them start to think about their relationship with God, about their souls, about eternity by sharing these short studies with them every day. Do that with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. What a blessing it will be for somebody to get to heaven because you got them into God's word by sharing these short studies with them every day. That'll be a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make, make up your mind, make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish up our study, our line of thought, asking the question, how can I come to the Lord? How can I come to the Lord? Well, we've been looking at and we've been emphasizing the Lord's invitation that he extended in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's not talking about rest from a physical perspective. He's not talking about a good night's sleep or relaxing, kind of kicking back and putting your feet up or taking a nap. He's not talking about that kind of rest. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Now he's talking about spiritual rest. He's talking about the peace that comes by knowing that you're in Christ and saved, forgiven, redeemed. Notice that he says learning of him or learning from him is central to being blessed with that rest. Now, we talked about how everyone needs to respond to this invitation. There is no more pressing need for any individual alive today or in any generation than the need to accept the Lord's invitation to come to him. And that need is so pressing because outside of Christ, we're all sinners doomed eternally. Romans 6 and verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Well, we want that gift of eternal life through Christ. We have to come to him because without coming to him for that gift, then we're lost, doomed in our sin. The wages of sin is death and all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and verse 23. Now, Jesus came as the savior, the savior to lead us to forgiveness, to redemption, to salvation through him. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Luke 19 and verse 10. Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners. 1 Timothy 1 and verse 15. Now again, since all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, that means he came to save you and me. 
and everybody else we know and everybody around the world. And there's no way to come to the Father except through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. John 14 and verse 6. The message of salvation, the gospel message that he brought, has the power of God to lead us to salvation through Christ. Romans 1 and verse 16. Now, stating all of these basic principles, how do I come? How can I come to the Lord? And so through this series of study, through this line of thought, we've asked the question, how can I come to the Lord? And we've looked to the scriptures, God's very word for the answer. I must come to the Lord in the way that God has laid out in his plan for my salvation. I can't make it up on my own. Do whatever feels good to me if it is not in keeping with God's word. First, I must come to my Lord in absolute faith, believing with all my heart that he is God's son and my Lord and Savior. Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. John 8 and verse 24. Second, I must come to him in humble recognition that I'm a sinner lost in my sin and I need forgiveness and salvation through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I must be ready to repent of my sins. Repent, a change of mind that leads to a change of lifestyle. Repentance is commanded by God. All men everywhere must repent. John, Acts 17 and verse 20. Jesus said, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. Luke 13 and verse 3, and again in verse 5. Third, I must come to my Lord, confessing my faith in him openly as God's Son and my Lord and Savior. Matthew 10 and verse 32, Jesus said, Whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father in heaven. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 10 verses 9 and 10, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, believing, remember, we pointed out that true saving faith contains obedience. We can't just believe intellectually, have a warm, fuzzy feeling in our heart, oh, I believe in the Lord. We have to believe to the point of repenting, repenting of our sins, surrendering to him in the way that he said to surrender to him. Remember the Hebrews writer said, speaking of Jesus, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Without obedience, faith is dead faith. Without obedience, it's not true faith. It's not saving faith. Saving faith is obedient faith. Now, the next step. I must come to my Lord in the way that he has prescribed. 
and that is through baptism. We pointed out that Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, as he sent the apostles into all the world to preach the gospel to all creation, he said, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved. My friend, don't try to make it say something it doesn't say. Just accept what it says. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. Mark 16, 15 and 16. He who does not believe shall be condemned. And somebody who does not believe is not going to be baptized. But our Lord puts salvation after true faith, which results in obedience by being baptized into him, coming to the point leading us and bringing us into salvation in him. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. As, Ma as Matthew recorded that great commission from our Lord, in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, Jesus said, Go therefore and make disciples, that is, true followers of me, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age or the world. Amen. Baptizing them is central to their becoming true disciples or followers of him. Now, on Pentecost, when Peter and the rest of the apostles were teaching the gospel after Jesus arose from the grave, walked upon the earth, presenting himself risen for a period of 40 days, and then ascended back to heaven, those Jews gathered on Pentecost, many of them said in verse 37 of Acts chapter 2, what shall we do? Peter and the rest of the apostles had just preached Christ to them, the gospel message of salvation to them. What shall we do? And Peter said, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now remember, the wages of sin is death. Romans 6 and verse 23, James 1 verses 14 and 15. Without forgiveness, there can be no salvation for me. I must be forgiven. Peter said, you must be baptized in the name of Christ in order to be forgiven of your sins. And when you put that with what Jesus told the apostles about baptism, believe, he who believes and is baptized shall be saved, Mark 16, 15 and 16, well, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, you put that with Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, they complement one another. Through baptism, that is the point that my sins are forgiven. Through the blood that Jesus shed on the cross is the perfect sacrifice. That's the point at which I come to salvation in him. And when you look at Romans chapter 6 and verse 3, the apostle Paul said, do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? Now, what did he say there? Baptized into Christ. What is the, qu the question, the basic question of this study? How can I come to the Lord? The Lord invites me to come to him for forgiveness, for redemption, for salvation, for eternal life. How can I come to him? 
Paul says we're baptized into him. In Galatians 3 and verse 27, verses 26 and 27, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Now remember, saving faith is obedient faith. In the very next verse, verse 27, Paul says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That's how I come into Christ. Baptism is the crossing over point from a life being dead in sin to a life of having been forgiven and reborn and made new and being saved in Christ. It's the crossing over point, the threshold from one state of existence spiritually to a brand new state of existence spiritually. I was lost in my sin. Now I am saved, forgiven in Christ. The apostle Peter put it very succinctly as the King James Version translates it in 1 Peter 3 and verse 21. Baptism doth also now save us. Now, there's one more step that I need to recognize in coming to Christ, coming to my Lord. I must come to him determined to live in consistent faithfulness to him for the rest of my life. In Revelation 2 and verse 10, Jesus said, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Consistent, faithful obedience for the rest of my life. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine or the teachings of Christ does not have God. He who abides in, lives in, lives by the doctrine of Christ, the teachings of Christ, has both the Father and the Son. Second John chapter 1, verse 9. I must come to my Lord his way. I must come to him in absolute faith. I must come to him in humble recognition of my need to be forgiven of my sins. I must come to him openly confessing my faith in him as my Lord and Savior. I must come to him in obedience through baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross will cleanse me of the guilt of my sins, and I will come into my Lord. I will come to him in the ultimate sense and be saved. I must come to him with my mind made up to live for him in consistent obedience for the rest of my life. Are you ready to come to your Lord? Are you ready to take that action, make that commitment? When is the right time? In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and verse 2, the Apostle Paul said, In the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We'd like to help you come to your Lord. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link. We would be glad to send to you free Bible study materials so that you can study even further and deeper into this matter. Or you can call us at 402-498-8397. 
and talk with us in person over the phone. We want to help you come to your Lord. There is no greater need that anyone has than that need to answer the Lord's invitation to come to him for forgiveness, salvation, and eternal rest with him in heaven. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for showing us the way to come out of the condemnation of sin and to the peace and spiritual rest, salvation, eternal life with you in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Help us to humble ourselves to do exactly that. Help people all over the world, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.